0: podcast where two friends catch up and talk about whatever nerdy stuff comes to mind, usually over hookah. Enjoy. All right, listeners, Matt is ba humbuggy right now, which
1: is a good sign. It means Christmas is fast approaching. <laughs> yes, we're recording, what, two days before Christmas? The 23rd. Yes. Ugh, I just got back from my dad's. Did Christmas down there with my dad and my stepmom's family. On. Got into some arguments. Classic, classic. <laughs> so my uh, I guess he would be my stepbrother-in-law. Okay. My step my stepsister's husband, who okay. I like. We get along sure. quite well most of the time. Um, and we we didn't not get along tonight. It was just like he showed up today and he was wearing he was wearing a shirt that said, LGB. I'm a member of the LGB, FJB community, <laughs> which of course is let's go Brandon, fuck Joe Biden community. Oh, of course, of course. And I was like, okay, <laughs> and uh, but I, I didn't say anything. I was like, whatever, you know. Um, and then we were eating dinner, and my dad started. I was sitting next to my brother, my my actual blood brother sure. who's not insane and uh we were we were just talking about things and his wife is a a nurse in a in a neighboring town and uh she was at the table with us and she was kind of lamenting how hard work's been lately with all the covid vax or with all the covid people and she was telling us a story about how an unvaccinated person got told they had covid and like yelled at the doctor that it was fake um and like then the, there was all these protesters outside that were protesting like the vaccine and stuff right. and and uh they were they the doctor came in like the, the person that had been diagnosed was there for like respiratory distress and they were they were in the emergency room because they couldn't breathe and they told him that they had COVID and then they yelled at the doctor for telling that. Um, but the doctor had like been called, he was off. Right. And he had been called in and rushed in to deal with this person who was like in serious trouble, I guess. Sure. And on the way in, like the protesters were yelling at the doctor saying like, you know, take that mask off and come over here and talk to me man to man. And like the doctor's like, I just like saved somebody's life.
0: Yeah. I, sorry. <laughs> you <know>?
1: Pardon me. <laughs> yeah. So there she was she was lamenting about this and my dad of course is uh part of the i guess dr oz community <laughs> Thank you, senator uh dr oz <laughs> yeah and uh, he was like well you know what i don't understand is why they can ship all these people from mexico up here in fly them into the airport at two o'clock in the morning in New York and not have it. And they're all, they all have COVID and they let them all go. And I'm like, Whoa, 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 whoa. what are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> and he's like, I read it. I read it that the, that all these people that had COVID and they're illegal immigrants and they flew them up from Texas and they, they left them go in New York and they all have, they all have COVID. And I'm like, well, where did you read that? <laughs> and he's like, well, I read it. I read it. I read an article on it. I'm like, could you tell me where the article was? Because that doesn't sound like that. Does not, that's not how like, the immigration process works. That's not how, like, I don't know what you're talking about. Let me, let me research that. Because if you read it, I want to read it too. So we both have the same information. Right. right. So he starts talking about it. And I, so I pull out my phone. Because, you know me, I'm always down for an argument. (laughs) (laughs) So I pull out my phone and I'm like, let's look it up. So I look up like uh, illegal immigrants uh, being sent to New York under cover of darkness and released with COVID. And the first thing that pops up is a New York Post article. And I'm like, "Okay, well, there's some probably some accuracy problems there. I read down through it and it was very much an opinion piece written about it. Um, But I did find some legitimate news sources, NBC News, some other ones that were talking about migrants, underage migrants that had been captured at the border that were without parents were sent to New York for housing until they can figure out what they're going to do with them because they're underage, right? That, and that was done on like a red eye flight and everybody was saying that it was like you know surreptitious and they they didn't want anybody to know about it which is funny cuz it's like covered how are they in reading
0: these... how are they reading about yeah. it there's on a NBC. lot of
1: there's there's a lot of information about it so, uh, you know Jen Psaki the the uh, president's you know chief of chief of communications talked about it yeah, <laughs> like, so... <and> like... <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> so so Not a secret. But anyway, um, it said nothing about any of them having COVID. It said nothing about any of them being released. I'm like, you're making this stuff up then. Like you're, you're making these facts up. He's like, no, it's right there. It's right there. And I'm like, I'm reading, I'm literally reading the same thing that you're reading. And it's what you're saying isn't in here. It's not here. Right. And he's like, well, so you're, you're saying that they're not bringing people in on flights. No, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. That's not what you said.
0: <laughs> right, right. They, they obviously that, are.
1: <laughs> that, is, that is not what you said. What you said was they were bringing in illegal immigrants and letting them go in New York and they have COVID. None of that is in here. Nothing like that is in here. Not, not this article. Right. Even though it's from like the New York Post, even that's not in. here, Right. And he's like, well, I'm not going to sit here and argue about it. And I'm like, "Okay, we don't have to argue about it because like what what you're saying is not accurate. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. We shouldn't argue about it. There's not really anything to argue about. It's like wrong on what you're saying. And he's like, well, I know what they're doing. And I'm like. No, you don't. You (laughs) you don't know anything. (laughs) How do you know what they're doing? He's like, well, you know what the government's like. And I'm like why do no, you don't, tell, me? <laughs> tell me so then so then like we and my brother and i are just like shaking our heads now my brother is very non-combative right my brother is a, a peacemaker right he doesn't want to get involved in stuff and i'm like the opposite like i'm like well let's fucking go then you know <laughs> if you're gonna spout bullshit let's do it you know <laughs> let's 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 go um so we go back to ryan and i talk we start talking about bands and things like that and uh Ten minutes later, dad's moved to the other room. Which is the, there's there's my brother and his wife, me and my wife, and then we both, my brother and I both have a daughter. So there's six people, and my dad and my stepmom in one room. Okay, there's eight of us there. Now, my stepmom has four children to her previous marriage, and each of them are married, and each of them has like four kids five kids That's a shit ton so there's there are a fuckload of people here and i don't know them. like i don't know who they all are like i can't keep track of all their damn kids like i know the four i know their their respective like husbands and wives but like i i don't know who all the damn kids are every time i go down there there's another fucking kid i don't know who they all are mm-hmm. you know but the point is it's chaos right and there's a ton of people in my dad's place but we kind of cloistered ourselves in the one room where we were eating and they're all out there. And now don't make, don't misunderstand me. It's not like I don't like any of these people. It's oh, just that, like, I'm not real familiar with all of them. The, the, the guy that I was arguing with, the guy that was wearing the shirt, um, his name's Jake and he's really cool. And he's married oh. to, he's married to my stepsister, Emily, who is a ER nurse. Um, And she is an anti-vax person. She's like, I, I don't believe in any of that stuff. I think it's crazy. And I deal with it all the time and I'm not vaccinated and I don't have COVID. And I think it's made up. That's just what she says. And I'm like, okay, uh, (laughs) whatever, you know, my, my brother's wife, Holly is also an ER nurse. And she's like, there's people dying left and fucking right. Now it should be known that my, my brother's wife, Holly works in a hospital and my sister, my my stepsister works in like a like a clinic that does like dentistry <laughs> right? so, that's, yeah. so, so like they're not coming to emily's place when they're dying right, right <laughs> they're, they're right. going they're going to holly's place when they're dying so be that as it may they're both nurses so i'm not here to judge which nurse is better than the other but but like their perspectives may not be the same <laughs> okay Sure. so so then uh like and i said my 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 uh, step brother in law is wearing this, you know, shirt, and my dad calls me in like ten minutes later, and he's like, "Hey, Matt's a Democrat. Come on in here, Matt. Let's have a let's have a talk. To you. Come on, Democrat. Explain your uh, explain why everybody." And I'm like, "Okay, here we go." You know, like I didn't I didn't want to come here to fight, but all
0: right. <laughs> so like anti-matter democrat tell <laughs> us the
1: mysteries of existence democrat like, like so, i can't <laughs> like they're all in there and they're all bitching about things and they're all like complaining about like various well, let's just be honest conspiracies right yeah, that's sure. what they're that's what they're re- referencing they're talking about it so i go i'm going i go in. yeah dad what's up And he's like, Well, you seem to think that Joe Biden's the best thing in the world. I was like, Whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't say that either. (laughs) I said, I'll be honest with you. I wouldn't buy a t shirt. And I said this to piss Jake off, right? I said, I wouldn't buy a t shirt of somebody out of field team because I don't believe that we should worship our political figures. But, you know, people are people. Right, right. (laughs) And, And Jake was like, Huh, you know? So then he started. And he was like, uh, well, I don't see why I would have to get a vaccine to go to work. And I said, all right, Jake, let me ask you this. Have you been tested for tuberculosis? Well, yeah. Why did you get tested for tuberculosis? Well, we all have to get tested for tuberculosis when we go for work. Okay, so that's an employer thing. Right? All right, well, we, yeah. we solved the problem. Okay, so, so you're not against vaccines. Well, no, I'm not against vaccines. Okay, you're just against the COVID vaccine. Yeah. Why? Well, because COVID isn't a real thing. And I said, okay. Um, why do you think it's not a real thing? And he's like, well, because my wife works there. And, and, I, and she's there too, right? And she starts chirping about, you know, it's all made up. It's all bullshit. It's blah, 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 blah. Now, Holly, on the other hand, is sitting like across the room, just like shaking her head. Like, uh, like I see people every day that are fucking dying from this. Thing, right? And I said, now, And then they started talking about like how the media distorts everything. I said, well, first of all, I agree with you on one point. The media does tend to distort things because we have a problem with scale, right? So there's 300 million people in the United States and 1 million of them roughly are, have died from COVID. So that's like, you know, one in 300 people, which as a percentage is like 0.33%, which is, is low, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I said, but that's, that doesn't mean that it's not there. <laughs> OK, sure. mm-hmm. and I said and, and then and then she said something about, well, the vaccines haven't been proven to be effective. And I said, well, whenever we talk about people going to hospitals and dying from COVID-19, like 97 percent of those people are unvaccinated. Right. The numbers say that I'm not making this up like this. this is what the data, the data shows. She's like, well, that's what, you know, that's what your, your God Fauci will will tell you. And I was like, Anthony Fauci does not make up numbers. (laughs) Like this this is like verifiable from the CDC and other sources. I said, so like, if you want to discount the numbers, then you can do that. But you're just blatantly ignoring facts and reason because like you're, you're, there's no reason for people to make this shit up. I said, well, what's a source that you would would trust I said I got the entirety of the world's knowledge three inches from my asshole here and I held up my phone (laughs) and I'm like you tell me what source you want me to look up or what what information you want me to look up and I'll look it up right now and they're like well we're not going to sit here if you're going to look up everything we say and I was like (laughs) oh (laughs) well I said well then why are we why are we talking you called me in here remember I didn't (laughs) I didn't come in here voluntarily like you called me in here because you were going to yell at me about being a Democrat. And I'm like, all I want to know is the reason why you think what you think, the reasons why you're saying what you're saying, where are you getting your information from? Because I can tell you where I'm getting my information from. I can show you where I'm getting my information from. And if you choose to discredit that source, then all, you know, more power to you. But like, you're making things up, like you're inventing things out of thin air. And that's not a way to win an argument. It's not even a way to have an argument. <laughs> you know? So, anyways. I said, all right, let me look up um, like death rates from COVID-19 versus people that have been vaccinated and haven't been vaccinated. I said, can we do that? She's like, yeah, go ahead. Look it up. She's like, you're going to find out that it's all made up. I said, "Okay." So I went to the Texas Department of Health website. I said, this is from Texas. Do you trust Texas? And they're like, oh, yeah, Texas is Texas does everything like. Texas's way. They don't really care about what anybody else says. I said, good. So we can use Texas's information to get to, to figure this out. We'll, we'll both agree that like the Texas Department of Health is not like controlled by Joe Biden, right? We can both agree to that. They're like, yeah. And I said, okay, the Texas Department of Health says that you are 20% or 20 times more likely to die from COVID-19 if you're not vaccinated. This is from the Texas Department of Health you're 20 times more likely to die okay if you're not vaccinated but you're saying the vaccines don't well maybe that's true but like you know we just don't know enough about the vaccines yet and i said okay they said well it's not worth the risk it's not worth the risk i said well what risks are you talking about and they're like well we don't know what kind of potential health effects they could have and i said well what what sort of health effects are you looking at and she said well you know it could have you know, problems with reproduction. It can cause problems with reproduction. So I pulled up another thing that says that there's the CDC says that there's no evidence whatsoever anywhere that the COVID-19 vaccine, vaccines cause any kind of reproductive harm. But that wasn't good enough because Fauci's in charge of the right. CDC. Fauci, Fauci wrote that himself. And he, he's making that up. That. <laughs> and I said, Emily, you're 48 years old. You already have four kids. Are you going to have any more? Well, no. Uh, I had a hysterectomy. Or not a hysterectomy. What do they call it? A had uh, Tubestine. No, no. Yeah, tubestine. Oh, yeah, yeah tubestine. Gotcha. Right? Gotcha. I forget what she said. And I was like, well, then what are you worried about reproductive harm for? <laughs> yeah, know? what are you freaking out about? I was like, you, you, you've done all the reproductive harm you could possibly do when you cut that shit out like right. <laughs> that it doesn't get any more harmful than that to reproduction right so like that doesn't make any sense right and they're like well you know but our kids our kids could get it or our kids could have it and i was like okay guys listen um <laughs> you're all making stuff up out of thin air and uh, i will sit here and argue with y'all day and and bat down these arguments if you want to i said but here's the bottom line if my kid has a 20% or one in 20 chance of dying. And I if I was told that I was going to send my kid to school tomorrow and one out of 20 of those kids was going to die, I wouldn't send my kid to school that next day. There would be no school. Those odds are too big for me. One in 20, 20% more or whatever, is that those odds are too big for me. I wouldn't do that. So... If that's the, the same thing, and even if the COVID-19 vaccine doesn't work, if those are the numbers, I'm going to have my kid get the vaccine just based on the fact that the unlikely chance that she would get sick and die. It's unlikely that she's going to get sick and die anyway. But like one in 20% more, more of a chance to survive. Yes, I wanted to have every opportunity she can get. Yes, okay. When I said that, they kind of both went, hmm, <laughs> you know, when they both, yeah. they both went, well yeah. And I said, Well, you wouldn't send your kid to school if there was a chance that you know one in twenty of them wasn't coming home the next day, would you? No, of course not. I said, well, What number would that have to be? One in a hundred, one in a thousand? Like what what chance would it have to be? Well, how high how high of certainty would you have to have before you'd send your kid to school again? You know? And they're like, Well, I don't know. I was like, it's got it's a hell of a lot more than uh 033 percent chance which is what how many people have died like those are the actual numbers <laughs> you know? right. i said so you're 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 not making sense you're not protecting your kids you're not protecting yourselves you're not protecting anybody you know you're rolling the dice on numbers that are way worse than what you would be actually willing to roll the dice with if it was your own kids yeah. which it is your own kids you just don't look at it that way because you listen to too much dr Oz. You know, and and I think I started to get through to them and then they were finally both like, well, we're just not we're just not we don't feel like we should have to do. it." And I said, you know what, on that point, I don't feel that you should have to do it. I feel like if you go into a store and they want you to put a mask on and you don't, then you're being a dick. It's like me coming into your house and you saying, could you take your shoes off, please? And me saying, no, that's a violation of my freedom. (laughs) <laughs> right, I said. So it's the same thing. I said when it's a public health thing where you're going into a public school, they have a uh, uh, they have a mandate to err on the side of caution. So even if masks don't work, even if it's completely bullshit, I think it's best just on the off chance that they do that everybody has to wear a mask. And they were both like, "Yeah, we 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 understand that. We understand, that. but we don't think we should have to do it." And I said, "I'll tell you what. If I was Joe Biden, and I've told you this." I told you, Ethan, this, before. But if I was Joe Biden, I would say, all right, January 1, 2022, we're not paying for any more COVID shit. You go to the hospital, you're on your own. It's between you and your insurance company. And I guarantee you that your insurance company is going to make you get a COVID-19 vaccination, or they're going to charge you out the fucking nose to have insurance. That's okay for them. They didn't have a problem with that. And I said, so you're okay with your You're okay with your insurance company telling you what to do, but you're not okay with the government telling you what to do. Hmm. (laughs) It's like, do you follow speed limit signs? Do you like pay your taxes? Like, what's the difference? Right. So like, and then they were like, well, we just shouldn't have to do it. And I said, I agree with you. You shouldn't have to do it, but I shouldn't have to pay for your fuck ups either. So like, if you go to the hospital, when you get sick, you're on your own. And they were like, I'm fine with that. And I was like, cool, me too. <laughs> and that's right. kind of how we ended it, right? I was like, yeah, you can you can go and do your own thing. I don't have a problem with it. I'm vaccinated, my wife's vaccinated, my daughter's vaccinated. I don't give a shit about this. Because it's your it's all on you guys this this point. Right. <laughs> <You Right. know? laughs> so and you. we and we ate cookies and that came up. Hey man, how's your day? <laughs> Well, let
0: me tell you about let me tell you what what your story has made me think. OK, um, for one thing, your story shows just the, uh, the sheer amount of cognitive dissonance that we see in these um, conspiracy theories that are kind of. It's not thrown... cognitive
1: dissonance. It's hypocrisy,
0: it's hypocrisy for sure.
1: But... Cognitive dis- dissonance is whenever you're doing something that you know is wrong and it's causing you stress, it's causing you pain. That's not happening for these people. They are feeling no pain and no pain. So it's, it's not cognitive dissonance. You're <laughs> Go, it's hypocrisy. Go You're ahead. correct.
0: You're correct. I, <laughs> I,
1: I rescind that. Um, I have
0: th- this episode hasn't gone live yet, folks. But like the episode that Matt and I recorded last week, I talk about Jon Stewart's video chaos on bullshit mountain. And this is this is how it, this is part of Matt's story is making me think about it. It's chaos and bullshit mountain. Did you hear about the illegal immigrants who are spreading COVID in in the new in New York City? Uh, that's completely made up. You're, you're making that up. Well, COVID's not real.
1: Well, uh, uh, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> and they and they, and they they extracted all this from from one story that said about refugees now. Right, right. Refugees. Yeah, children. Underage minors. Yeah, exactly. children being L- taken to new children. york to be taken care of which seems like the christian thing to do which yeah, is what seems like daughter, the right thing it seems like my brother right said that my brother said that to my dad and that was a great like my brother doesn't usually get in there but whenever he does he brings daggers man <laughs> yeah, good for him man. Good, good for him. i'm pretty
0: sure taking care of kids was like up there on the list you know that's,
1: like, what, that's exactly what ryan said he was like you know it sounds like a good thing to do you know you don't want to leave him like you don't want to throw them back at the Rio Grande, do you dad.
0: <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, no, but like both of those things are held together, right? Right. Well, all these illegal immigrants are spreading COVID and that's why the COVID numbers are going up. Also, the COVID numbers are fabricated. They're made up. Nobody has COVID. How, how can both of those, wh- wh- what are you talking about? <laughs> or or are yeah. like, like the CDC is all made up by Anthony Fauci. It's 100% made up, you know, except for the autistic numbers that the CDC covers when, when we try to say that vaccines cause autism. Those are legit. <laughs> like, yeah. like, 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 what the fuck are you talking about? Like, like it, it, can't, <laughs> it can't all be together, but it is. And I think that that's, that that's what's so fun, you know, in the sort of a nihilistic way <laughs> about <laughs> About these 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 kind of conservative conspiracy theories because they're all like that,
1: yeah, it, and they it, fall apart. And when oh, they yeah. fall apart in in their hands, in front of them, in front of their faces, they fall apart. They just immediately leap to the next thing. Yeah, like, and yeah, then, it's not hard. and then and then they have the audacity. My my sister, my stepsister, says, this is why families get broken up during the holidays." And I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> whoa, 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 are we breaking up as a family? Like, are we are we not?" <laughs> are we no we're not breaking up as a family i'm just saying you guys are making shit up and you're saying that i'm like some kind of communist It's yeah, yeah, ridiculous <laughs> and I, and I was like you called me in here to talk i didn't come in here and start like sprouting it i'm not wearing a shirt that says fuck joe biden <laughs> you know <laughs> right, i'm not a fucking
0: idiot you know
1: <laughs> now, now how is this now how is this me breaking families up like just because i'm not gonna sit here and listen to your bullshit like <laughs> come on
0: you're, you're right somehow you're right.
1: it's my fault right
0: And it is. It's always our fault.
1: Well, that and that's my it
0: leads me to like the second thing I kind of see in all of this, which is, you know, all human beings operate from emotion. That is definitely true. And I'm not here to deny that. Like, like, by and large, there is one reason why I like Motorhead. And it's not because (laughs) Lemmy Kilmeister sounds like Pavarotti. It's, It's because I like it that's the yeah. answer like I operate from emotion when I listen to motorhead I feel good you know like <laughs> like that's the answer and that's fine like all of that's totally legit the when it becomes it when it becomes not legit is when is when human beings operate from emotion without any critical apparatus right. and so like why is it that these that your family and other and lots of folks are able to jump from one thing to another from one conspiracy to another and 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 the moment an argument falls apart in their hands it, they they pivot and it's not hard well well the answer is really simple it has nothing to do with reason it has nothing to do with critical thinking it has nothing to do with logic it is purely emotional and and it's just it's just what it is the why don't you want a vaccine well these five reasons well you immediately refute all five of those reasons <laughs> and what do they arrive at it's just because I don't want one. It's because I don't fucking want it. That's the answer. Like, like I'm like, okay. Well, it's a shitty answer, and you well, know it's a shitty answer. You know, that's why you started with five well, yeah, reasons.
1: That's why you didn't just say that in the first place because I don't right. want. Well, I, okay. Like, what am I? How am I going to argue about that? Right. right? There's no <laughs> argument there, and that's but, fine. Yeah, but don't make up all this other bullshit and then demonize right. me. <laughs> right, right. And, and here's the thing: if you have a problem
0: with that answer, person. Who, at the end of the day that is your answer then maybe that's your sign that says well maybe you're being fucking lied to like <laughs> like if the and i mean that you know yes. like if, if the answer is um we'll make this about lgbtq folks if the answer is boy um i don't like lgbtq folks because what about pedophilia well, there's absolutely zero evidence to suggest that LGBTQ folks are more susceptible to be pedophiles than anyone else. Oh, okay. Well, well I don't like LGBTQ folks because they, uh, they, they, they're prone to divorce. Actually, studies suggest that married LGBTQ folks would show us that are, are far more uh, – have higher emphasis on fidelity. They don't get divorced uh, in, a, in a, any quicker uh, of a rate than straight folks. Bing, 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 bing. I just find them gross. I just don't like them oh well you're being fucking lied to and you need to fucking (laughs) you need to fucking understand that because you're being fucking lied to and like 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 you that is a learned thing that has been inculcated in you uncritically
1: yeah
0: because all of the reasons you've come up with are are slapped down in order to support what is ultimately a feeling what is ultimately an emotion and that needs to be done away with like I can't argue with your emotion. I can't. All I can ask for you to do is to be critical of your emotion and to understand where it comes from. Right. That's the answer. It's the reason why right-wingers think that left-wingers love Joe Biden. And I'm like, we have, we are emotionally ambivalent about this old (laughs) fuck. Like, don't you understand? Like if he disappeared tomorrow, I would feel nothing.
1: (laughs) I would feel nothing. Uh, Yeah. But, but. You know, they they don't understand how they they assume. Well, I know that Jake and my dad both assume that I feel the same way about Joe Biden as they do about Donald Trump. And they can't understand that my loyalty isn't to an individual. (laughs) My loyalty and my interest is to the institution of the United States of America and what I think is best for that institution. And given the choice between Joe Biden and Donald Trump, my decision was to support Joe Biden because I felt he was better for the institution of our country. It's not because I have any like personal love for Joe Biden. I don't think Joe Biden's a terrible guy, but I don't agree with everything he's doing clearly. But I, I am not like a goose stepper, <laughs> right? <laughs> and, and I I distrust anybody that is, anybody that like, Pays fealty to anybody be it a celebrity be it a politician be it whatever yeah. uh, a priest uh, uh whatever it is if you pay fealty to an individual rather than to an institution or to to an ideal then you are subject to being led astray <laughs> yeah. in my opinion
0: yeah that's the answer I totally agree with you I totally agree so. with you Th- these kinds of things always baffle me because uh, well, I mean, I guess they don't really baffle me because I get it. Like, I I wrap my brain around. I understand why people are this way, and I also understand why when they're one on one or or in a small group, like you experience, y- you can talk to
1: them. Like, like because well, let's be clear. Like, what what happened was a gang fuck. They were all pissed off, trying to to like vent on one guy who was like, "I ain't having that." Right. You know, like as yeah. a one on one, on a one on one, like it would have been much more uh, civil. I guess it wasn't uncivil. Sure, sure. It wasn't understand. uncivil, but it was definitely a bunch of people feeding off of each other, trying to get into me. Right. And like the the thing that bothers me about it is, like my Christmas wish would be for people to not have this anxiety or this this fear or this aggression that they have. <laughs> right? It. They yeah. like that emotion that they have that they just want to fuck your Biden, Like that. I want to take that emotion away from you like so that you can be free exactly exactly (laughs) be careful you're talking like a christian
0: theologian like like, no like like uh, guys there's a reason why all of these things are there like we need to be free like like we are we are trapped no i think you're totally right and and for me the i guess the scary part is the the kind of addictive way in which this stuff seems to be infecting human beings and and mm-hmm. that we're all sort of prone to, you know, I I went on a doom spiral maybe last night, I guess, you know, about Omicron and, and
1: mm-hmm.
0: just just and I did like I, I like went from one article and one post to another just like spiraling over, you know, oh, my God, we're all going to get COVID and, and get really sick. Like I know Beth and I are, are both vaxxed and boosted, but Andrea is neither and it's going to be mm-hmm. absolutely miserable and and it, and, you know, we're going to get long coat like, like just just all this bad stuff. And like and it's on one hand awful, but it's addicting like, like mm-hmm. the, these things, you know, cause a kind of response. And and even though that response is sort of terrible, it also is something that you can't really break out of because it also does something you kind of like, I guess, to you. Um, and, and if I could, I'd be right there with you on that wish. Like, man, just break people of this spell and, right. and, and help us not ignore any of this, but help us say, hey, there are, in fact, things we can do to make all of this better. Some of them are individual things we can do. Many of them are systemic things we can do. And if we were to just do them.
1: Then, you can assuage a lot of people's anxiety. <laughs>
0: then it's over. It's fine. Like, 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 all we have to do is that. You know, um, I feel really good about this Pfizer pill that was approved. Like that makes me feel better, knowing that in a few weeks, you know, uh, there there's going to be more treatments available. So that folks are not hospitalized and folks do not overwhelm the system, like, like that makes me feel good. There, there, are things that are happening that are good. The army, Walter Reed, you read about the the super vaccine that that Walter Reed mm-hmm. is is yeah. working on. Like yeah. that made me real excited. I was like, oh, right. that's cool. Like, like man, that we we could really uh, that could really be great. Like those things are good. And um, I suppose when it's easier to assume that either. None of this is real, and it's just an attempt to make to, to take away that sweet sweet freedom of being able to be an asshole whatever you want. <laughs> right. It's just just totally bananas. Like what freedoms are we are we are we losing here, guys? Like wearing a <laughs> mask, I don't get it. But, um, yeah. Uh, or where COVID is instead weaponized as a means of being anti-immigrant or anti you know poor or anti-disabled or anti-whatever like those things can go away if we just you know find a way to dispel all of this bullshit and instead focus on the actual steps that can be taken you know to mitigate stuff not like theater stuff not like fake stuff i'm not asking for that you know i'm not asking for for security theater i'm asking for okay Here's, here's what we do. I just had a conversation with my office administrator about this today. Like, I don't really, I'll never understand the magic trick that was pulled to make people think that, that the simplest and most effective option in the world, uh, you know, at the start of the pandemic, which was send everybody home, pay them $2,000 a month to stay at home for four months. The economy doesn't crash, at least not fully. And also nobody spreads COVID anymore. And then we can figure out what to do from there. Like, I'll never understand why that strategy was called socialist and extreme when it's like <laughs> neither. When 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 Bernie Sanders is like, guys, it's your fucking money. Like, like <laughs> yeah. it's your tax money. Like, like, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> you know, right. Just sit at home. Or or like the, this notion that when when um, that that COVID tests shouldn't be free always baffles me. Like like yeah. Jen Patsky's like, what do we do? We uh we, we give COVID, free COVID tests to everybody in the country. Oh my god, yeah, do that. Like, like, yeah. like that would help. You know, a- anything would help other than nothing. Like that would be cool. But whatever. I love that story for you though, buddy. I think that I great. have
1: I, I love I have story. a cherry to put on top. Please Are you do. ready? I'm ready. So my other stepsister mm-hmm. is sitting at the table this entire time. Her name is Kelly. She oh. is a pediatrician. So she makes a shitload of money. She's got her own practice and she's well-versed in medicine and everything. She's a pediatrician and she's an established, she's a doctor. She's not a a nurse at a freaking dentist's office. She's a doctor. She's sitting there quietly the whole time. Her husband passed away in October. He was having some complications from cancer, but he died of COVID-19. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, this is the other girl's blood sister sitting at the table. Right. What is the matter with these people? And she's like just nodding with me every time I'm saying something. It was like she with her family has never been able to say any of the stuff that I was saying. <laughs> and she was finally she was like, "Yes." You know. Now, she brought up something interesting about the Omicron variant, which I think will help you. The Omicron variant is more, um, it's easily spread. It's, it's more contagious, but it's less deadly.
0: All right, that's what I'm saying, yeah.
1: The pediatrician brings up, this is how viruses work. Viruses don't want to kill their hosts. They want to reproduce and spread and live. And if their hosts are dead, they can't feed off of anything and they can't reproduce, and they can't spread. So viruses, by and large, do not want to kill their hosts. This is how the natural order of viruses has always worked. So she says the Omicron virus is doing exactly what a virus does in the wild. It becomes less deadly and more communicable. (laughs) She's like This is going to be a flu At some point Uh, It's going to be another flu Right The Spanish flu Was a, a terrible pandemic In the early 1900s And it eventually Went away because It got less deadly Right It mutated and became less deadly this is, this is, this is signs of it doing the same thing to which all of her sisters immediately started saying, well, see, if it's not that deadly, then we don't need to worry about it. And we, and I was like, and I'm thinking, you know, her husband's dead from this.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, how, how just, how morally bankrupt can you and, get?
1: And they're just not even, they don't even see that. They're, like yeah. that doesn't even enter their minds. And I'm like. Man, man, that's tough. But yeah. Kelly, it seemed was like finally somebody's talking sense. <laughs> right, right. Well, that's good. <laughs> and that's coming from the doctor in their family. So what right. source are you going to trust, right? So That was the cherry on, on top, I thought. That is the cherry on top. That's <laughs> on top. really good.
0: That's a good thing. That's a good thing. <laughs> I uh I don't have anything nearly as interesting
1: happening <laughs>
0: in my life right now anyway. I yeah.
1: Well, that was just, that was just tonight. And I mean, it's the whole, like the holidays look Christmas is supposed to be a time where you're supposed to rejoice in the birth of Jesus and you're supposed to um, be together with family and be happy. And I feel like our society is completely just sap all of that away. Primarily, not just the COVID thing. I mean, that's, that was a unique part of it, but something that I feel every holiday season is this crush to buy people presents. And then with this, this year in particular, that's been difficult for me because of my work situation. I don't have the money that I normally do. So I haven't been able to, to do that. And I feel like, I know that when you give gifts, you're supposed to do it out of, you know, you're you're supposed to do it because you want to do it. And, but to me, it feels like an obligation. You know what I mean? Like I know somebody else is going to get me a present. I need to get them a present. Right. Like, well, Obviously, I want to get my daughter presents. I want to get my wife a present. I want to get my brother a present, my parents' presents. You know, I want, to, I want to do that, but I'm not able to do that as much, you know, and that, that weighs on me. So that makes it kind of depressing. I told my wife, like, I don't even want presents this year. I don't. I don't want anything because, one, you're not going to get me anything that I really want anyway. You're going to waste money that we could use on something else. Like, I would rather have the cell phone bill paid. <laughs> then get yeah, that would and get cool, X though. thing that I don't really need, like right number one, and number two, like I, I don't want anybody to feel obligated that I need to get a present because I don't. I'm a 43 year old man, I'm, I'm good. Make sure that Maddie's taken care of, you know, it's for the kids. The Santa Claus was riding around in the back of a, of a fire truck last night, they're going what? all around the town, and they went down past my dad's house, and my daughter flipped out when she saw him and it was like that's what christmas is supposed to be. like that's that that joy that excitement that 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 happiness that's what christmas is supposed to be and i don't feel that anymore you know and it's not because i've forgotten what christmas is all about it's because society has placed these lead weights on my shoulders (laughs) over 43 years of pressure and and like pushing downward but now it's like when the holidays come i'm like fuck <laughs> you know, why can't we just have Halloween again, where everybody gets fucking loaded and carves a pumpkin? That's fun right? <laughs> there's no like, there's no like stress, there's no obligation involved. You just fucking do it, you know. That's right.
0: That's right. <laughs> Remember, the war on Christmas has always been an inside job, friend. Like, like, like that's that's always been true. The war on Christmas has always been tr- has always been an inside job. Nobody is coming in from outside to ruin Christmas. It's always the Christian nation that is trying to ruin christmas right (laughs) it's for everybody i i am with you i'm and i'm dog shit at giving presents my friends know that my family knows that like i'm my brain just doesn't work that way i guess it could be a sign of sociopathy that i'm but i hope not you know i don't think so i care about these people i love these people dearly i'm just i'm just really bad at at Giving presents like like well, a see, a present occurs to me and I go oh but it only occurs to me like once every few years.
1: Yeah, well that's the thing. Like when you're when you when you give a really good gift, it's not a gift that you need to give like at Christmas time. Like you see something for somebody and you're like that would be awesome. That would make them really happy. And you buy that thing or you make that thing or whatever it is that you do, and you stash it and you wait until Christmas or you wait till a birthday or you wait till an occasion to give that to them. That's a that's a gift, man. Like, yeah. and I've, I've always been good at stuff like that because like, like this year I bought Madeline a bow and arrow. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> My wife is like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, okay. Madeline loves watching the Lord of the Rings. She thinks Legolas is the cat's ass. She likes to like throw darts and stuff in the, in the garage. She always likes to do stuff like that, but she's kind of afraid of guns. And I have a bunch of guns and like, but she likes to watch me like target shoot. She likes to watch me like in the backyard with a twenty-two plinking can. She loves to like watch him and set him up and stuff. She's going to F and love this oh, bow yeah. and arrow. Oh, <laughs> like, for sure, for sure. As long as she doesn't stick the dog with it, it's going to be cool. You know, <laughs> right? Right? she's going to love it. And like, I, I got that and I was like, now that's a good gift. because that's, that's a gift that she's going to take. Right. It's not like some Barbie playhouse that she's going to play with once and forget about. Like she's going to run around all over the place up here with that bow and arrow doing all kinds of bow and arrow stuff. And don't worry, they have like blunt metal tips on them. They're not able to like skewer anything. I didn't get her anything with broadheads to like murder deer. (laughs) And it's only it's only like a two and a half foot long. It's not like a. A hunting bow or anything yeah, it's you just did, you little... didn't give her you didn't give her like a
0: full weapon you know i, <laughs> yeah, get I, I, mean, I understand i
1: mean it's dangerous don't get me wrong it's sure it's, i mean you could you could hurt somebody with it but like it's not like a you know a full-blown you know compound bow with like sights on it and all kinds of shit it's just like a little bow and arrow right and it's got like this little foam target that you shoot the arrows into and it's going to be fun you know, maybe right. she'll enjoy it. Maybe she'll take up archery. She'll like she'll like it, you know? Yeah, but the, that's, well, there's only one way to find out. You, you got to expose her to that. I'm telling you, she's going to take it. Oh, I'm sure it. she
0: will. Uh, I'm sure she will. But
1: my wife was like, what are you doing? And I was like, she's going to love it. Like, she's going she's gonna to dig that. Now, that's a good present, you know? Yeah. I think I it's going to be a good present. We'll see if she doesn't like it, then I'll be wrong. But
0: you well, whatever, you know, it's still good. It's still good trying.
1: But when you come up with presents, like when you see a present like that, and like, oh, this person's going to really enjoy this. You know, you're not buying that present. Like, I bought my, my niece a bunch of Play-Doh right she likes play-doh but like she has other play-doh stuff this isn't going to be like a world changing event her getting huh. play-doh from uncle matt but you know i had to buy something for her like that right. that's the obligation i'm talking about that's not a terribly great present it's not a bad present she'll 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 dig it but like she'll play with it for a little while she'll put it away and forget about it my daughter's gonna like sleep with this boat Oh, yeah. <laughs> be, it. be the same. so like no. that's that's the difference that i'm talking about like when you find something really really good really special you can actually justify giving it to somebody as a gift that feels so much better than the obligatory play-doh that you buy yeah, for yeah. your niece yeah i think
0: you're right i think you're right and maybe that's why i'm so bad at presents is that i, I really don't like the obligatory stuff I, I feel the same pressure you feel and um and and like in for me, you know, if I really want something, I'll get it, you know, or, yeah. or I won't for mm-hmm. lots of reasons, you know, and, and I don't but but I also then don't need it. Right. Right. Um, no, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Well, I think Christmas is gonna be good. I'm singing for the congregation uh, this Christmas Eve tomorrow. Like oh, yeah. I myself am doing solo singing for them. And so they're, they're very excited. Like, they're, they're like, oh, yeah, like, like, lay it on us. Dance for us. Dance yeah, for us. Yeah, they, they, love, they love that stuff, man. You can, you can make old people so happy just by doing, doing things that they would find children doing adorable. They will love it. <laughs> um, and then this Sunday is Pajama Sunday for my custom, my custom of Wait. having Pajama Sunday after yes. Christmas. And I announced that they were like, what? And I'm like, yeah, wear your pajamas. Uh, well, uh, I don't know about that. But I was like, well, I'm going to wear my pajamas. So, like, it, <laughs> you should probably wear your pajamas, too. And so they're excited. For they're going to go wear. out
1: and buy, like, Sunday pajamas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's going to be very
0: fancy. It's going to be very fancy. It's going to be Hugh Hefner style They're going to be, like,
1: embroidered with their with their monikers on them. <laughs> yeah, like,
0: like, come on, guys. Like, this is Pajama Sunday. It's no big deal. Um, And that's going to be great. That's going to be fun. But but yeah, I mean, ultimately, I uh, Christmas. We'll see how Christmas goes. We go back to Pennsylvania. We go to Pennsylvania on the twenty sixth after service and Uh see family, and then I come back and continue to prepare for my trip to California to do my research. And I'm writing another paper proposal. I'll tell you about that paper proposal another time. Uh, Because we got to talk. We got to we got to make our bonus content. but but matt this is really good i'm going to sign us off
1: i'm sorry i, I wasted the whole episode you just did complaining not. i'm you sorry did not last episode <laughs>
0: i just talked nonsense for about theology for for an hour this was this was quite good this is fun this is a lot <laughs> of fun uh friends thanks for listening it has been an episode of Hooka chats with matt and ethan we will see you next time